So there's some there's some port there. Mm-hmm. Pop that on the table. Right. Am I meant to drink it out of the bottle? Well, I'm glad you asked that because um, I've also brought with me. Uh, well, I suppose I'll open it up and you can. Oh dear, hang on. Okay, so here we are. I've just taken it out of the box. Um, what this is is. Let me show you. Oh, no, that's a thing, isn't it? It's... Sorry, that's the um, polystyrene. Oh, dear. You probably could have removed that before we started... Mm. Oh, God. I just... Oh. Now, what's that? There we are. Oh. Now, um, I, this is a decanter, isn't it? Yes. But it has... It, it's a bit like a sort of... Uh, uh, Oh! Oh, now look. Here we are. Now, what I've got here is a, is a decanter, a port decanter. Very thin glass, very delicate. It's a bit like a test tube, but with a sort of, a sort of globe at the bottom. Um, I'm presuming they have a scientific name as well, but I don't know it. And it's got four little hooks protruding from it, which you attach the glasses to. And the glasses are shaped like a bird, almost. Yes, I've heard them called headless cats as well. Oh, I see. No, I don't see that at all. No, um, but I do mm. see the bird. You see that? That see now this, 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 Richard and dear listener is a is a port decanter, mm. and uh, with it the glasses that, and you can have a pipe of port because each glass has its own um, pipe. Uh, built into it, straw almost, as it were. Oh, that's a straw. I thought it was the handle. No, no, no. So you pour the the port into one of those glasses. They've got little feet on it too. You see. So if yes. you unhook that now and pop that on, I see. And then I hold the glass and I suck through the straw. Right. So I understand it such that gentlemen oh. sit around with one of these in their hands. Yes. Let's pop a little port in. Bear with me, listener. Right, thank you. you and would... step away. Mm. Well, no, that's all right. Yeah, I quite like the the, the sort of um, originality of the uh, of the glass. Yes, it is rather original, isn't it? Yeah, quite niche. How do I look doing it? A little bit like a a proud pussy cat. Right, the the cat that's got the cream. Mm. A little, a little, yes. Mm. There's an element of Sherlock Holmes about you too, actually, as, as you as you purse your lips around that that there pipe and because suck. of my nose. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Now that's quite nice. Oh, sorry, that's the port going back on the table. That's quite nice. Welcome, everybody, to uh, another edition of Gentleman's Relish. Another, a third. Yes, the trilogy is complete. Mm. Yes, um, but something very exciting has happened. We are in new surroundings. We've we've left the carpeted room where we were first recording. Stained carpeted room. Yes, aka my bedroom. Mm. We are now in a studio. It's very professional. It's very professional indeed. A recording studio with foam on the walls and microphones. Mm. I mean, it feels a bit like we've uh, hit the jackpot in many ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to overstate things, so perhaps we shouldn't, shouldn't dwell. No, I don't think so. 
Um, anyway, it's lovely to be here as part mm. of a as part of the uh, uh, podcast London network. Yeah, podcast LDN. Podcast LDN. Yeah, get it right, uh, Richard. Which is what it stands for, London. Well, we hope we think it does. It could be low down. Low down. Yeah. Could be. Get the podcast low down. Oh yes. Hmm. Perhaps it is that. Exactly. I hadn't thought about that at all. So let's just let's just stick with podcast LDN. Um, graciously invited us to to knock about in here. Hopefully not break anything or mm-hmm. indeed um, upset anyone too much. But that's that's the state of affairs. Here we are. Yeah. Thought we'd bash out another another one of these here, gentlemen's relish mm. podcasts, and um, we very much uh, welcome you if you've come back, if you're joining us for the first time, and hope that maybe. Uh, some of the tittle-tattle um, will be useful that you uh, you hear. So you two have been relishing leisure Yeah, time. well, it's taken you about six or seven minutes to ask, but yes, I've been on holiday, thank you very much. Yeah. Because I know you've been to one of the places that I went to, mm-hmm. and I'm quite interested in your thoughts on it. Um that place being San Francisco, rather beautiful, rather mm. beautiful, isn't it, that bay? The bay in San Francisco is stunning. We were there on, on a good day, good weather. Yeah, mixture. We had three days there. The weather was the weather was inclement, now, then did, clement, then inclement again. Inclement, then clement, then inclement. Did you uh, go across the bridge? Yep. How? Bike. Brilliant. And back. And back? Yeah. Yeah. Nearly killed me. You've got to return the bikes to the shop, haven't you? So. No, but you can take the ferry back. Right. I decided not to. Nearly killed you? How so? It's an easy well, ride. No. Are you kidding? Well, you are talking to a triathlete here, Richard. So. That's true. That's true. On a higher bike as well. I mean, these things aren't... They're quite cumbersome. They've got a weight to them, haven't they? Oh, gosh, yes. There's no carbon forks there, are there? No. No. And there's about 37 gears. Mm. And if you get stuck in gear two, mm. you know, your legs pedaling like a little hamster. Mm. Mm. It's hard work. Yeah, there's a bit of a windy road back up to the bridge, isn't it? Is that was that it from on one side? Quite yeah. Well, Sosalita is the name of the of the place that you ride to where you can get the yes, ferry back, which yes. is beautiful, very picturesque. And if you cycle back, which I did, it's extremely hilly to get yes. back to the Golden Gate Bridge. That's right. This is all bringing bells for me now because we mm. we queued for the ferry, but mm. it was so busy we had to abandon it and cycled back. And we cycled back half cut. Yes. Up that hill. Yeah. It's, it was. It was actually quite... Yeah, quite, it's hard work. Uh, yeah. But beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't the Golden Gate Bridge I wanted to talk to you about. It was it was the other famous landmark of San Francisco. That's Alcatraz. Oh, did you get on a ferry and go to Alcatraz? Yes. Did you? Yes. There you go. Alcatraz had a uh, bit of a um, an effect on me. Why is that? It was, like, really quite eerie. Did mm. you find it eerie? I found it very eerie. I'll be perfectly honest. I would imagine... 75 to 80% of people that go there find it a bit eerie. I don't think that's unique to you. Right, but then I felt nauseous, except feeling ve- I felt very nauseous at the end. Mm. I had to sit down. Was it something in particular? I think it was Alcatraz. And I think it was the, the forces at work in Alcatraz, the people who died there and all that sort of thing. Did people die there? Well, there's, wasn't there, there's an operating theatre, wasn't there? There was a hospital, yes. Mm, looked more like a torture chamber, though, didn't it? It was pretty gruesome, yeah. It was pretty gruesome. Anyway, I, I, I felt very much like Alcatraz was having a strange impact on me. I couldn't wait to get off that island, but go on. 
No, I do know what you mean. There was something quite... Um, I, I, what, what I quite like about it is the fact that even though it's a, a huge sort of tourist trap, it's still kind of been left as it was. The cells, mm. the rooms and everything else. So you can go on this guided tour where you get an audio guide to go with it. And it's the best audio guide to a Very museum. Very good, or, isn't it? Yeah, superb. And it really gets you in into the sort of psyche of what it would have been like. Um, and I, what fascinated me about Alcatraz, it was only in operation for 29 years before people started to question, you know, whether whether prison really was a good way of reforming a character or, you know, that sort of thing. When, when people woke up to, to what incarceration really was and what it was doing to people. And during that time, there were 14 separate uh, escape attempts. Mm-hmm. Some of them ingenious, some of them rather idiotic and, mm-hmm. and desperate, like a man just, I think, just tried to climb climb the fence in front of all the guards at one point and was shot and obviously mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them was extraordinary because three people managed to do this. And every evening in Alcatraz, they would have this music hour, music hour and a half, and obviously you've been there. It's not actually that far from San Francisco no. itself. And you can see San Francisco and that's all part of it. You know, the the, the inmates being able to see what they've given up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at certain times of year, if the weather was caught in the, in the right direction, you could hear San Francisco. Yes. You could hear, you yeah. know, New Year's, for example, you could hear the fireworks and the cheers. And, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm stuck here forever, mm. um, which is quite fascinating. Mm. But three chaps made an attempt to escape. Because behind their cells, there was this there was this sort of vent area, uh, sort of a cavity between between the walls almost, mm-hmm. and they they used the vents. The vents um, around it got quite wet because of the, the 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 water, I suppose, or the condensation, whatever it might be, and so the concrete got kind of compromised, and they were able to dig away at it. Mm-hmm. And they used spoons from the canteen mm-hmm. by taking off the spoony bit, using the the handle and then attaching a few handles together to make a sort of chisel almost and started, you know, smashing away at this concrete to Mm -hmm. try and get free. And they, and they did that over an hour every day, which was called the music hour where the inmates were allowed to play, you know, instruments. Yeah. Harpsichord, accordion, you know, all these sorts of things. So the noise, you know, obviously, obviously masked what they were doing and they would do this for an hour a day. Cacophony. Amazing. Right. And Mm -hmm. so they did that and they also made sort of mannequin dummies out of soap of their heads out of soap yeah so they sort of molded together soap to make a sort of to make a sort of um, paper mache head almost so that they popped that on their bed when they made their when they made the actual attempt pop that on their pillow then pop their pillows underneath to make a sort of body and then when the guards came around shining the light at night, they, they, that gave them enough time to, you know, get through the vent, through the cavity in the wall, and then up to the roof where they tried to make the escape from. Right. Now, these chaps were never found because supposedly, purportedly, there's never been a successful actual attempt mm-hmm. to escape. You know, nobody, nobody's lived to tell the tale sort of thing. Indeed. But they were never found, so they could have survived. They could have died in the freezing water. You know, they could have drowned, whatever. Bad currents around, are renowned for around there as well, aren't they? Very much so. And it's freezing cold, apparently, because mm, mm. it, it leads straight to the Pacific. Mm. Um, so I thought that was fascinating. And I thought, what would, what would you do, Michael? Because there were some quite intelligent people in Alcatraz, very intelligent people. Mm. Psychopaths. Mm. That was what was quite, yeah, quite eerie about it, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not comparing you to a psychopath, but you're intelligent. Mm. So how how do you think if you found yourself in that unfortunate place how how would you actually escape? Well, I was thinking this just now. Mm. Are we talking? I mean, because in modern day, 
I can't, I can't, I can't help but feel like, feel like there would be more possibly successful attempts at escaping. I feel like I would use my connections to get a mobile phone to what? Your connections to get a mobile phone? Yeah, you know, I'd use you know because mobile phones are currency in prison, aren't they? Hmm. Aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean, Alcatraz closed in the. The right, 60s. so, so if, if we're talking in Alcatraz in the 60s, then mm. obviously there's no mobile phones. Because I think I could just call for a ride. Call for a ride and have them have a boat waiting for me. Mm. And then all I've got to do is get out of Alcatraz. And that sea is not... I don't have to worry about that sea, you know? I don't have to swim it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it could have been quite straightforward, really. Well, apart, apart from getting out of Alcatraz. Um, but in the 60s, what would I do? It's hard to beat that that story you've told, though, isn't it? You know, well, it is hard to beat. You know, it. using the cacophony. I I like to think I'd probably charm the guards. I'd have a charm offensive. Okay. I'd channel a bit of uh, Richard Popple, actually. No, no, I, I think I think you've got it. You've got it yourself. I charm the I charm the guards sexually or just. I think probably whatever it took. Right. Um, and uh, and I would see see if somehow. I would probably try and work my way. I'd be obsequious, so I'd work my way up to privileged privi- positions. Mm. You know, I could be the governor's lackey. Oh, or something like that. Yeah, you see, you do fit in because you have got that sort of the governor's fag. <laughs> Isn't that what they call them in public school? The governor's fag. No, not the governor's fag. But you are, if you. If you're a pub, if you're in public school, I mean, I don't know, but it, but if you went to public school, oh right, didn't the prefects have little fags. Uh, oh gosh, did they? So anyway, so but so yeah, I'd be the governor's fag, right? And that and that in some you know down the line that would allow you to plan your escape for the speedboat that you've got at the side. Right, of Right, nick his keys, nick the governor's keys to a speedboat. Oh, okay, would you take anyone with you or would you just go on your own? Um, uh, no, me probably... for example, if I was in. If you were there, if I was in the next door cell. No, I'd need. I, I would probably try and lean on you so that you stay behind in order to keep things, you know, smooth things over, keep things quiet. You know, I wouldn't. I think the more people you take with you, the higher your the risk is of getting caught. Right. Probably leave you behind. It's good to know. I mean, actually, what I'd really like is to go out in a blaze of glory in like a helicopter. Uh huh. But that's probably. What do you mean? Fly away in a helicopter? Yeah, or? fly away from Alcatraz in a helicopter. Mm. Just because of the spectacle of that. Can you imagine? You're quite conspicuous in a helicopter. That's the problem. That's the one flaw in that plan. And I don't know anyone with a helicopter. Well, perhaps you can use that mobile phone that you've acquired. Mm. Hire a helicopter. Hire a helicopter and put it on credit card and pay later. You're the most privileged prisoner I've ever never met one has to use one's connections mm. how would you Richard did you think about this how would you escape from yeah Alcatraz? I did think about it I'm glad, glad you asked go on. Mine, mine seems to be a slightly more practical plan actually as well right. um, now you know I'm into the sort of dark arts of meditation yes um, and I think that with enough practice and you know what you need for, for meditation is time you know, mm-hmm. you know, people with busy lives tend to be quite poor meditators, I've found, mm. and a bit scrambled. Um, but if you have time, and you certainly have that in Alcatraz, I think, Under, I think, 20, yeah, I think 22 hours a day in your cell, 
um, which is extraordinary, 21 hours a day, something it's like that. It's long, isn't it? Very long. Um, you could become extremely proficient, some would say expert, at meditation. And I believe I would within this circumstance. So I would I'd be practicing over the years and allow myself that opportunity. And I think when I reach a state of pure bliss and uh, pure consciousness, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. where I am within myself so much, like I'm at the bottom of the ocean, a pebble that's dropped, boom. You can imagine that darkness sort of settling around that, around that pebble. Yeah. Mm. Darkness? Well, the ocean's dark. I see, the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Right. And as that's going down, I'm so within myself that my heart rate has dropped so low mm-hmm. that I'm pronounced dead by the prison guard. You see? Right. Are they, are they, um, they, you know, do they know how to do that? Are they allowed to do that, the prison guard? I mean, wouldn't you first get whisked off to the hospital, the torture chamber? Yes, but such is my, such is my expertise at meditation mm-hmm. that I've reached that state. Okay. Where I'm, where I'm scientifically dead. So they remove you from the. They've removed me from my cell, right? And they've popped me in the uh, in the morgue. Oh right. And uh, and uh, then I brought myself back to to consciousness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Woken up in this drawer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like they like they pull you in. So I kick my way out of that drawer. Mm. Find myself there. I mean, now this is a question. If I were to come across, say, you know, a doctor there or a nurse or something, do I have the capacity to kill somebody? I'm not sure what I'm in Alcatraz for in the first place. No. Presumably something bad, because the worst of the worst went to Alcatraz. They did, they really did. They, most of them were killed, didn't they? Yeah, most of them were pretty poor. Um, would I have the capacity to kill? I suppose so. I'm a desperate man, aren't I, in that circumstance? Yeah. How much do you want to spend New Year on the mainland? You well, know? not again, because I've heard the parties and they sound terrific. Mm. So that's how I'd get out. I'd be in the hospital. I'd find myself there, and I'd 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 manage to perhaps nick your speedboat or helicopter. Do you think so? You wouldn't. Would they not at some point whisk you off the island to bury you somewhere? So they would do it all for you if you could maintain your state of. Sorry, that was a bit of a slurp from this. Taking the end of the port there. Yeah, it's gone down very well. This port. Drain that. Mm. You can make bubbles. Oh. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, we'd, so I was thinking maybe they could take you off. Your, you wouldn't have to worry about making your own escape because they would just they'd pop you off in a coffin across the sea. Mm. Perhaps even dump you at sea. I don't know what their methods were. For... Well, no, unless I suppose I, I told them I was, um, I, was uh, I believe, Muslims, aren't they? Are they, are they buried they at sea? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless I told I don't know if they're buried at sea, but certainly that they, they, it's a quick turnaround, isn't it's it? It's a very quick turnaround, yeah. Um yeah, perhaps I'd have to think about that before I went into prison, mm. telling them what my what my Religion. religious ideology yeah, You've got to set were. it up from the start, haven't you? You do. You don't want them to uncover inconsistencies in your story. Perhaps anyway, the listeners could tell us which one of those plans. Um, just to recap slightly, Michael would uh, use his connections to get a mobile phone, um, and then become the prison warden's fag in order to um, attempt his escape. I would use the um, power of meditation to uh, to escape mm. which would be more successful I think we all know the answer to that yeah gentlemen's relish the perfect condiment to your leisure time oh fantastic okay great sorry I've just refreshed my port there well I say refreshed I've got myself a port which I'm is... on the second oh and you said it's going down a treat absolutely you? fabulous mm. I'm enjoying this one actually mm. Mm. I might drink all day actually 
Why, yeah, why change the habit of a lifetime? Hmm? That uh, certainly is a habit I could definitely get on board with. Now, Richard, you said you wanted to talk about something else a second ago. Yeah, well, uh, yes, I do, actually. Um, it's because a friend of mine, um, an actor, he's actually, he's called Oscar Ward. Um, do you know him? No, not for me. No, I don't think he's done very much. Um in fact, I know he hasn't done very much. Oh, how does he feel about that? <sighs> Probably not great, you no. know. <clears throat> um, anyway, I've given him a little plug there. Anyway, he... Just getting he, the apple tarts there, listeners. Sorry. Yeah, go on. He's he's quite an interesting character. And he, he'd, he'd mentioned this thing and he wanted to know my opinion. He asked me this basically the other day when we were having a little coffee. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there was this, this MP, um, Chesterfield, I believe, MP, um, who said that England should have a separate national anthem and that this was actually going to be this this had got enough people petition because it isn't it something like a hundred thousand people put on a petition and it goes through commons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is actually going to be debated in march in the house oh, of commons right. okay so that england should have its own national anthem but i didn't i didn't realize so i suppose what they're saying is for example in the rugby mm. um if it's six nations kind of time mm. Then the Welsh have their own national anthem, the Scots have their own national anthem, but England still sing God Save the Queen, yeah. which is the British national anthem. Mm. So mm, he's saying that England should have their own. Mm. Mm. What, do, what are you... Well, Ireland, they've got one for the whole of Ireland, and they've got one for... Each, for... They've got two, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's my opinion on that? Do you know? Couldn't give two shoots. Couldn't you? No. Why not? Well, have a... I mean, sing God Save the Queen, have another official one. It's very dreary, God Save the Queen, isn't it? It is, yeah. So I can see why you might not win it. But, hey, sing Jerusalem, sing um, Royal Britannia, sing... Sing... I don't know. Is there any... I don't know. Sing Uh, some... Mine would be Land of Hope and Glory. Land of Hope and Glory. Sing Smelton John. No. Well, the Welsh look to Tom Jones, don't they? Yeah, but they don't sing Tom Jones. Why, 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 Delilah? That's like saying the Scot- Scottish people are going to sing The Proclaimers be- well, because it's associated with Scotland. No. Welsh people do sing Tom Jones. Yeah, but they don't sing it at, at sporting events. They do. Do they? Yeah, the rugby. Why, the players, land, why, the players why, line up and sing Delilah. Oh, the players don't, no. No, you're right, sorry. Yeah. Right. I got confused. The supporters do. Yes, but they're drunken idiots. Yes. Whether they're, you know, whether they're Welsh, Scottish or English, it doesn't matter. No, they're yeah, all, they're all drunk. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I take your point. Maybe that's a flaw, flaw, flaw in my plan, but certainly I couldn't give two hoots. So I mean, you're, what you're saying is, though, that the archetype English performer would be Elton John? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you can see him there with his, with his piano and his glasses. He just seems to fit the occasion. It's got, it's got spectacle. It's got theatre. Yeah. Well, are we all going to sing Candle in the Wind then? Well, personally, I'd go for Rocket Man. All right, let's picture this. The England rugger team singing Rocket Man. I quite like that. 
And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Till touchdown, till touchdown brings me down. I'm not the man you think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Hey, you know what? They'd be up for the game. Yeah. They'd be really up They'd for the pep, game. They'd be wouldn't they? They would. Yeah. yeah, just a technical thing. Touchdown is um, American football, not rugby. That's, That's a true. try. We don't want to display our complete ignorance there. No, yeah. no. Um, so, yeah, how do you feel about it? I mean, are you one of these patriots who believes God save the Queen's good enough and shouldn't be dicked with? No, absolutely not. I think I've made it quite clear before that if I were offered a, an honour, um, how much of an unpatriot I am. You threw it back in her face. I would throw it back politely in her face. Mm-hmm. Um no, I'd be more than happy for Rocket Man. Actually, I think that's a very, very good shout. Um, he also wrote a song called "Made in England." Elton John. I'm actually, I'm actually, yeah. I think you've hit the nail on the head, on the bald, toupee head yeah. of Elton John. Yeah, because he, he would. He wears, he wears the old Union Jack. We could probably get him in the St George's Cross. He's probably got a set of glasses with the Union Jack on him already that you can see through a little bit. You know. Yeah, again, not the Union Jack we're looking for, though, is it? It's the old St. George's. No, it's the St. George's flag. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, do that. Let's let's spice it up a bit. Perhaps somebody called George. Are there any any rock stars called George? Michael. Oh, yes, George Michael. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He needs he needs a good vehicle to come back from the, All from the cold. All we've got to do now is take these lies. That one. I don't know what that one is. Freedom. Freedom. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Because that's what we stand for. Yeah. Freedom. Is it that one? Yes. Freedom. Yes. Freedom. Yeah. That's what you need. Uh, something like that. All right. So we've got George Michael or and or Elton John because they wrote a song together, didn't they? That's true. Don't let the sun go down on me. If, if Kiki D could pop along. Mm-hmm. I mean, she always goes down a treat. She does. Is she alive? I think so. Right. Well, let's hope so. She wasn't whisked off in January with the rest of them, was she? Are you referring to some of the the greats that we lost? Oh, Richard. I know. Richard. I know. I was, I, I was I, yeah, not to hark on about my American trip, but I was in America um, having a lovely time. And I, it was quite extraordinary. And, and, and how much of, of, rather ridiculously, but how much of, of them I felt being a fellow British person, you know? Hmm. People were playing Bowie all over the place. They were doing mm-hmm. Alan Rickman impressions. Oh, Alan Rickman. I mean, yeah. Wogan. Wogan. I was... Terry Wogan, of course. The trilogy there, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're almost raising a glass of port to them. We are, really. A pipe of port mm. to all those in January who were taken away. Anyway, dear listeners, mm. we are... Before we go... Yo, yeah. I've had a bit of a... Mun- oh, I just knocked that. I've had a bit of a munch on an old pie here. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you'd like a... A munch. Sorry, a bite. Sounds a bit like a euphemism, munch on an old pie, doesn't it? Um, You won't taste the apple in it. Um, I've given you the one I've had a bit of a bite on. But it's a pastry treat that uh, might fill a little hole before we pop off for a bit of pate and toast. Mm. Yeah, it's quite good. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very light. Room for improvement? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it could do with a bit more flavour. Yeah, it's a bit bland, isn't it? Slightly bland. Not enough sugar, not enough yeah. cinnamon, not enough apple. apple. Yeah. Yeah. But as a pastry, mm. if you wanted just plain pastry, mm. it's hit the nail on the head. If you wanted sort of butter and butter and flour, 
Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Well, I can. That's something for me to work on for next time. Anyway, like you said, uh, that's that was that was a that was that was a treat. Let's go off now, and um, I need to pop this thing into the charity shop. And um, are you referring to the present I bought you from America? Yeah. No. 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 Not at all. Mm-hmm, good. Although I might drop that off too. Uh, thank you um, for having us, um, our new hosts. We enjoyed it here very much in the old studio. Yeah, it's been a treat. Absolute treat. Um, and we will see you all in a couple of weeks' time. Very much so. Goodbye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.